and MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Zach here. Hope you're having a great day. I am coming at you from our new place in... La Ciudad de Mexico. Uh, we just got a new place. I don't know if you uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or anything, but uh, if you do, you may have uh, may have seen us getting a new place and stuff like that. Basically, our old place was really cool. It was kind of swanky. You're probably hearing a bit of an echo right now. It was cool. It was kind of swanky, um, but it was in this like neighborhood that it was a safe neighborhood, but it was very loud. It was very, very loud. We were right at this corner that there was always like dogs barking and there was always like people like going out there trying to do business, like sell tacos and stuff. And like it's pretty, you know, endearing for a little while for sure. But when you're trying to like focus and do work and then, you know, when they have a different sleep schedule than you, that can be, you know, uh, quite, quite difficult. So, uh, so we really liked it, but we actually ended up moving uh, this morning to a new place. That's one of the perils of actually traveling uh, is, you know, one thing that we used to do is we used to book for a month at a time because you get a really good discount. Um, but one of the bad things that happens when you do that is if you get a situation like we just got, you know, you're like, oh crap, now I'm here, whatever. So that kind of stuff can totally happen. Um, so we moved and funny enough, so like the place that we're at now is, uh, it's way bigger. So it's way bigger. It from the, like, if you were to just look at pictures, it looks cool. It looks nicer. So our last place was like really swanky. When I say that, I mean like it was, you know, some really intelligent interior design. The people use it, like they, they no doubt decorated it and designed it from the start as a rental, as an Airbnb. So every detail was thought of. It was really awesome. The, literally the only thing that, ba- that was bad was it was smaller than I thought. So it was actually a studio. I didn't know that. It was smaller than I thought. And then in the location, the thing. So we ended up switching places. We get here and this place... Again, from the pictures, it definitely looks nicer for sure. Um, but it's so, so it's like it's overall better, but the details like are totally not here. So this is probably a person's place that maybe they, you know, who knows what the situation is, but they probably just rented it out like not necessarily last minute, but they didn't. They, like you can see where they took pictures off the wall and left the <laughs> left the screws right. Um, some of the some of the like furnishings are kind of like jacked up. Uh, the dining room table, like you can tell, they totally took the dining room table and they left 
the new dining room table, which is a folding table. <laughs> so it's really funny because this is like a, like we're paying a premium for sure. Like this place is, it's more expensive than almost all the competition. Um, unless you like jump into like the super pricey stuff. Right. But like, you know, this is definitely more pricey than like the average digital digital nomad is paying. This is definitely more pricey than the average you know resident is paying, and so you're kind of, you're kind of like you know you know I'm not I'm not like you know we're not like really high maintenance, but when you pay a little bit more for something, you kind of like want it to be nice, you know. Um, I mean, I'm sure you know how that goes. Like when you when you kind of front fork over a little bit more more money than you are typically wanting to, you just want it to be a little nicer. And so, you know, at the last place, the dog thing, the noise thing was really annoying, but it was a pleasant surprise almost everything that we did like almost everything was a pleasant surprise whereas here almost everything is like a like an unpleasant surprise it's like oh that's breaking oh that's not here <laughs> that kind of a thing so is what it is but one of the one of the draws to this place is uh, it has a gym um so it's actually pretty hard to to be a, to to, to to go to a gym here. Um, so if you go to a nice gym, you need a Mexican credit card, or you need to like literally pay out the wazoo, like like four times American gym prices. It's crazy, and it's lower cost of living here, so it's really nuts. So and, and they're and they're kind of far, kind of hard to get to. So like that's one option. Option two is we found like a really local gym in the old place or near it. And we, so we were doing that. It was like five bucks for a one day use. We went to that a few times. Uh, it was like exactly what you would think. It's like super <laughs> old and sweaty. And so, it, but it did the job, right? So this place, we picked this cause in the building at the, in the roof on the rooftop, there's a gym. It's pretty, pretty sweet. Um, and in the pictures, they like took the pictures like perfectly. So like you think, Oh, it's, it's bigger than the pictures. Nope. They literally took the, the entire gym in the photo. It just, they kind of like took it a little bit like deceivingly so it looks like there's more but there's not so i literally had to text my my trainer and i was like hey dude like this is what i've got like can i do something with like deadlifts and squats like is there anything i can do here to actually put enough weight on my shoulders to like make this you know not get off of my training plan <laughs> so he like messaged me back with some videos on like how to do things right so uh mad props luke thank you brother appreciate you um, so anyway that's the that's the quick update um, today, um, I'm actually feeling like you know, uh, you know, you know, you know the days where you kind of have to like force it. That's kind of like today. So you know, like I started off the day pretty strong, like mentally. I was like, all right, this is cool. Then um, you know, like as we were like just starting the day, like I kind of started to like sort of like dip down a little bit, like just small thing after small thing started to happen, and it was nothing big. Again, I mean, nothing big happened. It wasn't like oh my gosh, this horrible thing happened, and now I'm sad. It was like just tiny little thing come started to compound and then next thing you know like the the straw that breaks the camel's back is like one more small thing it just came at the wrong time and so today's one of those days where i'm like i just want today to be over i just want to be done and uh and stuff like that but i guess i'm sharing that with you to let you know like i'm human too because i know a lot of times you hear me on the podcast and i'm positive excuse me i'm positive and i'm upbeat and that's that like that's how i'm presenting myself today right now probably because I need to get myself positive and upbeat. But like, to be honest today, I'm kind of not necessarily feeling the most positive and upbeat. But you know, when you, when you act a certain way, a lot of times your body and your mind will follow. So like, even though I don't feel amazing right now, as I'm with you on the podcast, I'm trying to raise up my, my tempo, my energy, my positivity so that I can, you know, be positive and actually enjoy the day and get good work done. Um, today, 
I've got today's, so today is actually yesterday's work. I had to flip yesterday and today. Um, so today's like a really full day with a lot of, it's very content heavy, which is probably my least favorite day to be honest. Um, and so I got like a bunch of stuff, bunch of content stuff to do. We've got a great uh, member of our team that we're just kind of like starting to bring on slowly and I need to kind of like make some training videos for him. And so that's, that's, I'm actually looking forward to that because he's really amazing. But like the content itself, I'm like, nah, I don't really want to do any of this stuff. So, so I just want to like, relate to hopefully if you ever have a day where you're not feeling like a hundred percent like that's how i feel today um but uh anyway i did want to share some stuff with you guys right now um kind of uh sequel to yesterday's podcast which was talking about you know the company comp plan stuff or not the comp plan stuff the uh, contract stuff and i know that that may not have been a ton of fun to listen to and if you made it through that whole episode um I want to give you props because it's really it can be uncomfortable, right, to listen to all that stuff. And so I give you props for for going through it, for getting through it. And today I want to uh, I want to give the next piece of it, which is let's say let's say you're at a point where you're like, okay, I need to switch companies, or maybe you're looking for a company, maybe you're just exploring network marketing again or for the first time, and you came across this podcast uh, before you actually chose a company. Whatever the case is. I want to talk to you about uh, what I would consider a one-trick pony company, okay, um, or companies that are focused specifically on one product line uh, or one product. Um, these types of companies, I would I would be cautious of joining. Um, now, I would say this: they're going to probably grow the fastest. So, if you're if you're joining a company, a lot of times one product companies or if you have a company that has the same name as the product, that makes sense. So, like, let's say, you know, well, yeah, you can figure that. I don't want to call anyone out, but um, if you have a company that's the same name as the product, a lot of times these companies can grow really, really fast because the a lot of times the company is based around something that's popular. So, like a fad, right? The sen- and I'm not saying fad in a negative sense. I'm talking about it in a, in a positive sense right now. But a lot of times these companies are built around like a fad item, right? That Items that are really, really popular right now. And so they grow super fast. The sale is very easy because people are excited about it. It's uh, typically a lot of laydown sales, right? Um, it's very easy to focus because you can't confuse your reps because there's only one product line. There's only one product. Now, again, there might be more than one product, but there's typically only one product line. And a lot of times that product line is under the same name as the company. And so these companies will grow really fast. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got friends, and um, I think we've got clients too, um, that represent these companies. And some of their teams like just absolutely explode. Like we're talking super, super fast. But what happens a lot is they is a lot of these companies will actually implode from either the bottom up, or they'll get taken out by competition. So, for instance, if you are a part of one of these companies, or I, felt, I don't want to use you because you might not be. So let's just pretend like I'm a part of one of these companies. Something that, that very easily can happen is basically any, basically competition happens, right? So even if I invent this new special oil, and this special oil does really amazing things, it cures all kinds of stuff, right? And let's say I'm the only one who has it. Well, after a little while, someone else is going to figure out my little oil concoction, right? And at that point, it's going to get ripped off. And eventually, if you compound this over a period of time, someone in a less than admirable uh, situation is going to 
rip it off and probably put it out, put it all, all over Amazon. And once Amazon gets a hold of it, we both know that we're not going to be able to compete on price. We're not going to be able to compete on shipping. We're not going to be able to compete on speed. We're not going to be able to compete on convenience, anything. The only thing we can possibly compete on is relationship building. And that, my friends, is um, a really, really bad place to be. Now, I know a lot of people in network marketing say, oh, relationships is like, it is the reason, like, you know, it's the reason that network marketing is so special and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let me ask you a question. Outside of network marketing, would you rather get your product, like before, okay, let me, let me rephrase. Before you were in network marketing, would you have rather got your products from somebody coming to your house and selling them to you, or would you rather just get them off Amazon? Would you rather just buy something online? Like when you go to a store, do you still like going to retail stores? And maybe you do, but let's call it what it is. Do you think that online shopping is going to go up or down in the coming years? It's probably going to go up, right? Most people will go, a lot of people go into a retail store, look at what they want, and then leave and go buy it online. Now, this can happen in, even if you're a company that has multiple different uh, brands or multiple different lines, it can happen there too, but it's a lot less likely because you're diversified. In a one-trick pony company, um, man, it's like one solid competitive move away from getting run out. Now, I also understand that if you're starting a company, I also get that you got to start with probably one product line. I totally get it. And so, I think if you're part of a company that is a like what I would call a one-trick pony, if they have, if if you can see the writing on the walls that says we're going to be diversifying, we're going to be expanding our product lines, then I think that's great. Then you know. Maybe it's a good place to be. Maybe it's a good place to stay. Uh, maybe you can get some really good growth right now while it's easy, and you can diver- they can diversify later. That's awesome. But if you don't see that writing on the walls, and, and trust me, a lot of companies don't actually diversify. Um, if, you're, if you're curious, just Google com- MLM companies that went out of business, and a lot of them that went out of business were one-trick ponies. And if you don't see them as diversifying, you want to be really careful as to, you know, do I really want to pour everything into this, right? Because... If one solid competitive move in the marketplace could really, really hurt our, our angle, it's going to be a bit of a problem. Another thing that I notice a lot with these one-trick pony companies is since they're so product-heavy, which companies, MLM companies by nature have to be product-heavy, otherwise they can be labeled as a pyramid. So please don't misunderstand me. But if it's so product-heavy that there's not enough... Um, intelligence put into the comp plan, to the Bill of Rights stuff that we talked about yesterday. If, there's, if it's so product-focused, what can happen is um, you never actually get a business that gets fully built or you're not paid for what you actually should be paid on. And we're going to talk about the comp plan stuff tomorrow. So I don't want to like overstep what I'm trying to talk about here today. But what I'm trying to get at is you need a business opportunity or business uh, – I don't want to – whatever. <laughs> you need a business opportunity that encompasses really good products and really sound business management from a business perspective, from a comp plan perspective, from things like that. Because a lot of times product companies are really focused on commissions, like commissions off of a product sale, but really not focused on building a team, that type of commission, meaning you know gaining team volume and actually getting paid off that volume. So you want to be really careful about these comp plans as well because these are the ones that are really, really product-focused and you might not your team could explode. You could have thousands of people in a leg, but you might not be getting paid very much off of it. Does that make sense? So obviously this is not a full-blown blanket statement for all companies that fall in this category, but 
all companies in this category, I think you need to research. You need to look at them. This goes with any company, by the way. But these are, these are the ones that are especially susceptible. Um, so if you're in one, I would do some research before your team gets any bigger. If you want to join one, I would definitely do some research before joining. Uh, these ones are going to be, a lot of times, they're also the easiest to join. A lot of times, if you just purchase a product, you're in the downline. Or sometimes it's even free to join the downline. So a lot of times, the barrier to entry is really, really low. Thus, you get a really big team of a bunch of nobodies. And that's not something you want either because then you're dragging them across the finish line. Well, you're probably not even getting, getting them across the finish line. But it's just going to be a fairly frustrating process. So I think the bottom line that I'm trying to get at through all of this, through yesterday's podcast, through today's podcast, and through tomorrow's podcast is whatever situation that you're in, I want you to take the hard road of evaluating the situation that you're in from a logical, unbiased, almost lawyer-like perspective. And if there's holes in the logic, I want you to poke those holes. I want you to prod I'm giving you the advice, literally the exact opposite advice of what most network marketers are teaching you to do, which is basically keep your head down and work, right? Okay, for yes, there is a moment in time, a, a fairly large moment in time where your head down, your head should be down, you should be working. Absolutely. And you could be there right now. But you should only be there if you've had your head up for a little bit. You did really solid research, unbiased, logical, borderline lawyer-like research on the opportunity that you're part of, the opportunity that you want to join, and make sure that you're in the right thing. Once you determine that, then shut everything else off. Then put your head down and rock and roll. But if you haven't done it yet, trust me, get your head out of the sand for a little bit, make sure that you're good, and then move forward. We just had applications come in today from um, from people that were hit by the AdvoCare thing. Again, we are in another situation. We're not going to dive into it any deeper, but you don't want to be in that situation if you if you haven't been in it yet. Um, you know, if you're if you listen to this and you were part of the AdvoCare thing, like, you know, I mean, I, w- I wish I could like have you on right now and have you have you tell someone what it's like. I wish you could like lend some credibility to what I'm saying. Be like, no, trust me, look into this now. You don't want to miss it. So, I guess speaking of that, if if you were a fairly decent earner in AdvoCare, so I guess if you were making, um, let's say like anything over like, uh, whatever, if you were a fairly decent earner, so like if you could have quit your job, and that's not necessarily you did, but if you could have quit your job on your income, um, I want you to reach out to us and I want to uh, maybe coordinate something. I want to maybe, maybe interview you, have you tell your story. I want you to help people realize that this is an important thing to actually evaluate what you're building before building it. So reach out to us. You can hit us on, uh, once you send, a, send us an email, support at ZacharySpear.com. I think that'd be pretty cool. And uh, maybe we can figure something out like that. So anyway, hopefully this found you well. Tomorrow, we're going to be going over comp plan stuff. So we've had a few podcasts about this exact topic comp plan situations. Um, we're going to go over some of this uh, and um, and hopefully shine some more light. So maybe a good background podcast for tomorrow. If you scroll back to sometime in, well, what are we in? We're in May, so it would have been probably February. There's a podcast right around there that talked about compensation plan differences. And if you go through there, I think it's almost an hour long. It's pretty long, but it goes through the different comp plan uh, types and uh, helps you determine what comp plan is best for you. So anyway, whew, I almost had to uh, had to burp there, but I didn't, thankfully. Anyway, hopefully you guys are having an awesome day. 
like yesterday, if you want to read the uh, written version of what we've been talking about over the past few days, uh, I'll leave a link in the description below. It's a shortened link. If you can remember this long link, you can use the long link. I promise I'll get a new URL soon for this. I just <laughs> haven't done it yet. But the long URL is sponsoringphd.zacharyspear.com slash choosyourcompany. Uh, again, that's sponsoringphd.zacharyspear.com slash choose your company. I'll put, a, I'll put a link down below in the, in the show notes as well so you don't have to remember it if you don't want to. Um, and lastly, whenever you decide on the company that you're going to build, whether it's the current one you're in or you're going to have to switch or whatever the case is, if you want to build online, which I imagine that you do, if you want to use leverageable automa- and automated recruiting systems to bring people to you on demand in the cold market without spamming them, I want to give you guys a free blueprint that teaches you how we've built this for ourselves and how you can have this for yourself. It's MLMRebelsBlueprint.com. Totally free download. It's extremely in-depth, extremely meaty. You can figure out uh, how to do that for yourself, how we built it for us, and how you can do it for you. And lastly, if you want to join the private group talking exactly about that topic, it's MLMSalesFunnels.com. It's a private discussion group. It's free to join. However, you do have to get approved, so you have to answer a few questions and uh, make sure that you get in. So that's MLMSalesFunnels.com. Anyway, hopefully you're all having an incredible day. Appreciate you all and talk to you very soon.